Hey everyone, welcome to the Bike Lab Performance Podcast. Tony Stewart here, owner of the Bike Lab OKC. And we have with us Mr. Matt Lanier. Hey guys. Uh, master chef of Whole <laughs> Shot Coffee. Yes. <laughs> I will happily reheat your muffin. Wow. As... Hey, easy. This isn't date night. <laughs> Uh, and, and with uh, that, we'll see you guys next week. And then, and we're out. We just try to get one good one in, and then we're done. I've seen Mr. Jackson pull in. He's late. By 16 minutes late to the podcast. We waited as long as we... I actually wanted to start before he got here, just so he's had that awkward feeling of walking in here and seeing us already are, going. Are we going to do the clap? We are going to do the clap. So when I was a youth pastor, and kids would show up late, and let, instead of letting them slink into the back... Oh! Talking about showing Mr. up late. Mr. Jackson. I heard, I, all I heard was showing up late. I showing know, up I late. Got a bunch of crap. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I was a youth pastor, kids show up late. We always stood and applauded them showing up so they couldn't just slink in as we just did for you, Mr. Jackson. Well, I just closed a big deal, so it's okay. Closed the big man. So you just went to the restroom? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I did. Uh, how, how's your world? Your bike's ready. I'm riding. You're riding on the on I'm the bike. I'm not in kit. I'm gonna have to change really fast after this. I actually am fully kitted up because <laughs> we don't have a lot of time after the podcast before our thunder Thursday. Those shoes are sick. They are. I'm super jelly. They uh, well, I had the sub sixes, which I liked a lot. The lace up S works. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've ridden them a lot the last couple of years. And, and all that gym work paid off because you just snapped the crap out of those things. Uh, I think it's just the eyelids just wore out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how long that was supposed to last, but uh, so that. Uh, full gas road race I'd broken that so I couldn't tie the shoe all the way to the top I had to tie it down and I used the warp sleeve mm. so did, I was like my shoes were about as loose as you can get with those lace ups because I didn't want either side to break <laughs> so I just had them just like snug I think I could have like fallen out of my shoes wow. potentially. it was a good time though wow. you guys missed out on a good race how was the weather? I heard it was cold it wasn't bad it started cold but it was uh Long sleeve and a vest. It's like jersey arm warmers and a vest. And I was actually overdressed at the end hmm. for, uh, I was sweating real good. But the hills and fat Tony, that's what happens. Those are hard. I, uh, I have a, I am still 100%. I'm 100% uh, getting into the winning break and getting dropped promptly out of it. <laughs> Three races in a row. You just keep doing that. One of these days you're not. One of these days it won't be the winning break. <laughs> and I'll still get dropped out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it was a good race everyone did a great job there's some cat threes right now that are just riding so strong um there was a team times guy i don't know his name on a scott bike riding really strong daniel stein from dna racing mm-hmm. is just killing it yeah he's just killing it uh, even at the uh, wheeler this last week uh just smashing wow yeah riding really really well cool uh, Matt, we haven't seen any update on the Matrix Challenge. I think it's done. I don't think it's happening this year. First yeah. time in like almost 30 years. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I feel like I've seen stuff that's like the longest running continuous road. Crit? Crit in the DFW area, maybe Texas as a whole. Yeah, I think I don't so. Know. Do you think it's the or- the organizers that, that are having the problem, or is it the venue? It's the venue. Yeah. The latest info I saw was it's a venue It's mean, a shame. Dude, that was, that was awesome. That's mm-hmm. probably one of my top three favorite races of the year. Yeah, definitely. It was always one that I looked forward to, but um, I, I always enjoyed... Need, I think they need to bring back the Greenville venue, which is a very fun well, Race promoting is hard, because racers are selfish. We all want 
all this money for racing and there's so much street block golf. It takes the entire day. So if you're just doing a Fondo, you can start at 7 or 8 and you're done by noon. Mm. With a race, you got to be there the entire day. Mm. You have stuff for the entire day. you got payouts and everyone only wants to pay like 40 bucks. Like it's... It's hard to it, it profit it's a thankless job. Profit is sustainability when it comes to race promotion. So if you can get, create a profit, then you can guarantee you'll be there next year because you got enough money to do it again. And most races are losing money because of the expectations around it. So you know, from what I remember last year, the weather was super crappy. The Matrix had two years in a row with a lot so of rain. Really and with the revenue. I think that yeah, it, it, I mean they took a probably pretty big loss a couple of years in a row. Yeah. So. so. That would do it. That will do it. We have a question to answer today, and it's a good one. We've talked about VO2 workouts, but there's a lot of really good stuff going on in Oklahoma City right now. There's Wheeler every Tuesday. There's Thunder Thursday. There's the ERR on Saturday. There's Boxcar on Sunday. Those are all great high-intensity rides. So, Mr. Chris Stevens of the Bike Lab Racing Team has asked, how do you mix and match those group events and us talking about getting dropped being really good with our previous podcast about the importance of getting in specific VO2 work, how do you find a balance? How do you work those two things together? What do you guys think? I think there are two things that come to mind. One is consistency in cycling is huge and to the saying let your hard days be hard and your easy days be easy um, when you get into vo2 work is really important um, so if you're doing four five vo2 hard effort days a week i don't think that's realistic to be consistent <laughs> well what kind of effort do you think people are getting at wheeler I think it's hard. I think it's sometimes a lot of threshold. It just depends on the race. Because what do you think, Matt? What do you think? I mean, like uh, in those efforts, do you how much, how much one and two minute full on VO two work do you think people are getting in those four types of events? So, Wheeler for me, Wheeler is what you make of it. I think you can go out to Wheeler and you can say, okay, today I'm gonna, you know, try breakaway. Five times, six times, I'm just going to go, you know, blow my brains out for three minutes and then I'm going to get back into the group or I'm going to get reeled back in. So you can make what you want to make of Wheeler. You can go out, you can say, um, I'm just going to rotate through the group and work on some like over-under type stuff. Some of these other group rides though, you're really at the mercy of how hard the group is going to ride. And a lot of these group rides, they turn into threshold efforts, right? Where you're, mm -hmm. the hot zone is... You, you're just taking a pole and rotating through, so it's yeah. it's a threshold effort. So it's the the group rides, the fast rides, they'll they're very unstructured as a training uh, as a training day, right? You're kind of at the mercy of whatever's going to happen. So what I found as I get more dedicated to racing, as as I become as I want to become a faster racer, I'm going to less. I'm going to do less group rides, right? I'm more committed to the training plan. So mm -hmm. if my training plan for that day says I need to go out and do VO2, or if I need to do threshold or sprints, whatever it is, 
but there happens also to be the fast group ride. I'm gonna lean to do the uh, the structured training plan most of the time. Mm. Now I think you just need to talk to your coach and say, you know, the group rides really help me with my mental stability, right? So maybe the group rides is something you can look forward to on the weekends, but on the weekdays it's it's what what is your priority? Is it yeah. uh, is it to follow your training plan and get become a faster racer, or is it to become a faster group rider? And I think you can. I, I think from, from what I've studied and what I've seen with clients, you can only have two to three big punches every week. Mm-hmm. And that has to do with fatigue or stress, right? So a five-hour ride counts as one of those as much as Wheeler for 40 minutes, mm-hmm. right? Those are big punches on mm-hmm. fatigue, just fatigue you're going to feel. Yep. I don't know how much maximal VO2 work you get at Wheeler. I think you get a lot of VO2, like your five-minute VO2 for 30 seconds to a minute a lot, and then you're back down to threshold. Yeah, because So it's that, a lot like an over-under. So I don't think you're getting a lot we, of maximal because it, it's such a long, it's just like a long drag race. Yeah. And Wheeler, I mean, it's a practice race, but you still mentally, it, it's still a race mentally. So, so you're, you're trying to you're conserve still, as much as you can. You're still holding back. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to lay it all out in line for three minutes and then get dropped out of the group Right, so that's like in some criteriums, in criterium racing in general, out of many corners, you're doing a more maximal jump. You're not getting that at Wheeler nearly as often. You're getting more of the drag race that get rolled off your wheel. So it's like a threshold VO2 over-under, or a tempo VO2 over-under. It's not necessarily dedicated VO2 work. Um, Wheeler's probably the best one, though, if you're going to keep it on your calendar. I think that Wheeler's probably the best one to keep in. Because it's still a race. And And it's keeping your tactical senses sharp and your application of fitness sharp. Mm -hmm. I think the group rides, if you did that routine, if you did all those those four events every week, A, you'd run yourself into the ground. Mm -hmm. B, you're going to slide towards the middle. Any undisciplined work that's not a race starts to slide to the middle, meaning you're riding hard enough for it to be fast but not hard enough to improve. So your fitness is going up but not necessarily speed. Now, people are at very different places in their fitness – and if you're just trying to get back and you don't have a lot of discipline and consistency and the group rides get you out to ride, go do it. It's what's going to motivate you. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing about these group rides is their, it's motivation to do it. Right. I think the other side, though, is if you want to get better in your VO2 work, it takes a structured workout. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Thunder Thursday, we're trying to make it a great, actually, companion two-wheeler. But it's definitely not going to improve your VO2. It's a threshold-focused workout. Yeah. And so if you need to get some VO2 work in, skip Thunder Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think a lot of people probably group ride too much on oh, Saturdays. Because yeah. Yeah. that just ends up being a lot of cardio. Like If you had a power meter the next time you're on ERR, depressingly go look and see how, much, how many minutes you were at zero watts. Mm-hmm. In a three-hour ride, you were probably there at least a half an hour. Mm-hmm. Versus... Go out, do your own VO2 workout, then ride some endurance, and then most of that time you're pedaling, most of that time you're generating power, you're getting a better workout. Or Sunday, doing Tabata, getting into some of the Tabata, which is um, really short recoveries and and jumpy sprints, not as fatiguing, adding in something like that. If you want to get fast, chasing fast people, getting dropped, dealing with that is a great way to do it. But at some point, being in the drag race doesn't make you sharp enough to win the race. And you gotta, I think you need to balance those things out. So if you were trying to escalate, 
like I had a, if I had a client asking this question that wanted to be at all these things, I would probably have them do week one, all group rides. Week two, we pull out a group ride and add in a VO2 workout or two. Week three, we only do wheeler. We pull all the group rides out and we do very structured VO2 work to try to create a lot of very specific stress. Week four is a rest week. Mm-hmm. We go hang out at Wheeler. We ride easy on the river trail. We don't do any group rides because no group rides ride easy. As a for instance, Rob Bell wanted to ride mountain bikes with me Wednesday morning. <laughs> I was side splitting at Wheeler because my body is tired. And then I wanted to title the Strava ride with two racers meet in the forest. Can either one of them ride easy? And the answer is no, they cannot. <laughs> And we freaking ripped it, right? So when you get around others, that competitive thing that makes it so good, that iron sharpens iron thing is so good. But group riding, social riding always slides to the middle. And you just don't get sharp enough doing it, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just playing that back, a lot of it, it does come back to consistency, though, because a lot of consistency is yeah, many Yeah, do whatever's going to keep you riding most often. Right, yeah. So, like, if you're going to do super structured VO2 work Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then you need to ride on the weekend to stay motivated. Do that. Do that. Yeah. Right? Or if you need to do wheeler and then structured Thursday and Saturday or Sunday or something like that, then do that. Just make sure and get yeah. the focused work in, balance the work with the motivation to equal consistency. And once you build to a certain level of fitness, this isn't for everybody, but when we're talking about VO2, two a day's work, right? Mm-hmm. When you're talking about um, cardiovascular fitness, it doesn't work. So if you need a lot of zone two time, it, the longer you can ride on a ride in zone two right. creates a lot of effect. Yeah. For VO2 work, you can two a day. Mm-hmm. So if you wanna do Thunder Thursday, do a trainer workout for 45 minutes with a warm-up, bang out some real specific VO2, get a good breakfast and recovery shake and water throughout the day, yep. then come hit Thunder Thursday to kind of get that social connection, That's right? That's a really good point. So you can, you can double dip the VO2. So like if Wheeler's not giving you enough VO2, do a 45-minute Tabata workout in the trainer the morning of. It's not going to be so fatiguing as to hurt your results, but it's going to make that hard day. Because, again, it's cumulative stress for every day. And if you're going to make a day hard, you have two to three days a week that can be really hard. You can double dip the workout with VO2 stuff and add in there some quick specificity, especially Tabata. Yeah. And I'm a huge fan of how much speed that creates Mm -hmm. in a race. You can do 45-minute Tabata workouts early in the morning before work, recover throughout the day, hit Thunder Thursday, and actually create an even better scenario. The reason I think Wheeler is really good to keep in play, too, is is the feeling, the sense that you get of being at a race. Yeah. So it may not be as big as a, you know, a bigger, like a um, Joe Martin or something like that, right? Like the sitting at the start line and that mental and that feeling. Speaking of that, okay, you just said something. I'm going to completely interrupt you. Yeah. First day at Joe Martin just happened. Yeah. Brandon Malott. Uh Uh-huh. I looked on Strava. Five and a half hours, normalized power of 3.08, which is redonkulous. So I left an emoji of my mind was blown. Right? And in in B-Money fashion, I'm going to actually read this conversation. Because he just texted me. He said, I flatted 15 miles in, chased for 90 miles. It was great. Oh, my God. And I put the, like, the, the, I said, that sucks, dude. He said, good training at least. I was feeling A+. And I said, you got him tomorrow. And then he said, I was actually surprised. I was feeling pretty good. I feel like I belonged on the race. 
on the start line, it was like 50 really small Hispanic guys. And then in quotes, <laughs> yep, this is going to be tough. <laughs> so speaking of start lines, yeah. getting used to being there at the start line, our, our friend Brandon Malotz out there getting ready to He's slay it. He's experiencing it, man. He's living life. <laughs> yeah, it's already, I just think that wheeler just reinforces that. Like you, If you do that week in and week out, and then you go to a bigger race, you're going to be more acclimated to those feelings and those emotions that you have at that start. A little line. less anxiety getting, yeah. it, getting it done. Yeah, yeah. So, and, that, and that trickles through all the handling and everything. Yeah. Work, you know. I think there's a, there's a lot more to Wheeler than just the workout. There's the pre-race setup and pinning on the number mm-hmm. and getting to the race on time and working on your warm-up. And then there's the post-race uh, kind of cool-down atmosphere. And all that contributes more to your a race performance mm-hmm. right so i think wheelers wheelers more than just a workout did you see the vip membership i did it's amazing 50 bucks such a good deal especially a genius especially if you're double dipping right if you're double dipping it's half price now mm-hmm. right but you can't go every week yeah but you can skip like you have to sign a registration form once a month yeah it takes care of your payment you just pin on your number so for three weeks out of the month you just show up Line up. They got your name in a start sheet. If not, then it's just a DNS. And it's okay. You just move on. It's because uh, it's crowded getting down there during the day. Yep. Oh yeah. It's hard to get yeah. past all the people driving, all the childrens. So Chris, that's I think is our answer. I think the double dip. That's great. Is a good idea. That's really good. Um, I you got to watch your fatigue level though. Yeah. I, personally, if I was doing Wheeler, I did the whole last week. I did leading into the road race. I did Wheeler Thunder Thursday road race. I wasn't recovered by Wheeler. Mm-hmm. And that's just three big hits. That wasn't like ERR and boxcar. That was practice crit, group ride, road race on Sunday. By Tuesday, I was side-splitting in my race. Like, I, the cardio just wasn't mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So you got to even watch three is actually quite a lot. Mm-hmm. It's okay to show up to Wheeler if you're on a recovery week. Cheer on some friends. Recovery ride on the river. Keep, the, keep that sacred time in your schedule. Right. You don't have to race every week. And it's, it's probably advised not to, so you can actually recover a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good. Which, plus, it's a long year. I mean, hitting Wheeler every week for from March through August. Yeah. We call that the Hodges training program. That's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can miss a few of those. Hey, still be hey okay. it's working. It, whatever it is. <laughs> I want some of that. I need to start making lattes, because apparently... <laughs> It's the magic trick. It's something. I don't know. He's riding out of his mind right now. It's riding so good. But but, all kudos to Chad on his recruitment abilities, too, because Grant Coons just rode away. He left the field like four times. He left everybody but the guys that got second, third, fourth, and fifth. Like, I saw Daniel Stein staying on his wheel for a couple laps, which was impressive because no one else could do it. Yeah. Into the headwind section, Grant's just in his hoods, barreling along, definitely putting down watts. Daniel is standing. The entire time, like he's in like a, a B plus sprint just to stay in his draft. Motor. Insanity. Well, Insanity. Makes me want to show up to Wheeler now. Thanks. Well, now that we got your bike up and rolling, you I should know, be good to go, right? right? Your Aero AF now. It's, uh, it's Aero. I got an Aero helmet now, so Do you know? even more. Yeah. What'd you get? Yeah, Evade. Huh? Me too. Yeah. You see it yet? I did. The white one. It's the sagging one. It's, it's got the shiny. little pearl shine. Yeah, you know what? The the top and the bottom are gonna look good. It's just gonna be squishy in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, everyone, thank you for spending another week with us. Uh, next road race on the calendar. There's a bizarre Q 
Kansas road race. I know Brandon Kavner and some other have gone, others have gone to that in the past. Yeah. I think it's a flat out and back. I think you go and do a 180 and come back. <laughs> road race? Road race. I, I've seen this on the calendar for a couple of years now. I've never looked into it. I'm considering it now because of the vacancy of Matrix. Mm. Uh, but Northwest Arkansas Road Race is April 28th. That's the next big one on the calendar regionally. And Fantastic yeah. road right, race. Good course. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy going out to that one. It's a, it's just close enough. You can usually get up really early and go the day of. Uh, I bet it's probably advised to maybe spend the night. I think so. And then it's crit season. It's here. Almost. Okay. Getting get a little crit fat a little later in the year. All right, King. Uh, again, this is Tony Stewart, Matt Lanier, Brandon Jackson. We also are the coaches of Bike Lab Performance. We all have clients that are everyday folks that are looking to have a custom solution to their particular schedule. Uh, we really shine with people who have busy lives, who travel, who are trying to fit bike racing and their passion for bikes into an everyday life. And we would love to help you out if we can. You can check out any details around that on thebikelaboKC.com. Click on Bike Lab Performance. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. See you guys.